So it's been another week, ladies. Lord have mercy. Technical difficulties getting on the Zoom today, by the way. <laughs> it's just a hump day. Yeah, it's been that kind of day. The kind of day that you're going to a PD and you don't realize that you're actually giving the presentation instead of just participating or spectating. That that was fun. Three minutes before, oh yeah, you're going to present with Miss Mendez. And I'm like, okay. How about I was just yawning? In like <laughs> most meetings, like I was yawning and it was no dis- hey, I was these fucking meetings, man. Really tired. I was I was really tired. Like and then almost like yawning, typing emails to candidates, like, yeah, you gotta submit your paperwork. I was just tired. Oh god. Welcome to the weekly show about art, politics, and pop culture from a phenomenally female perspective. I'm Sarah. I'm Shante. I'm Eliane, and this is Unapologetically She. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Unapologetically She. I think I was confused who was going to be coming in on it. (laughs) I really did too. Our slides had me and Elian. Does it? I thought it says, uh, oh my gosh, you know what? (laughs) It's been that kind of a week. I think Sarah's right. We're all fried. I'm We're only glitching. halfway through the week and we are fried, man. <laughs> I am glitching. But we are here for episode 41. Ooh, yes. Season 2, episode 24, and our season finale. Yes, it is, ladies. We we need a break, listeners. We are tired. Listen, we don't even know who's supposed to say what anymore. It's time for a break. Bitches are tired, okay? Bitches are tired. (laughs) (laughs) So what have you guys been up to this week? Oh. Good, bad, in between. It's been crazy. It's been mm. crazy. The The legislature is coming up on end of session. We've got seven session days left. So we're trying to get all the bills passed and we've got all the people calling and all the lobbyists coming in and all of the protesters coming in, supporters coming in. So it's just a lot of typical end of session craziness. So That's a lot. Yeah. And then I get to be a mom on top of it when I get mm. home and I'm exhausted. <laughs> And she is not exhausted yet. And you're like, oh, God damn, I have to stay up. (laughs) So I come home and I need to like do stuff. And as soon as my ass fucking hits that couch, I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't get up. I can't can't, do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I mean, I'm sure that mom on top of the assembly tired is more than teacher at the end of the school year tired but it's pretty damn close like i, I, I think have ha- 
I think they're pretty enough. well tied. I think they're pretty well tied <laughs> because you are dealing with other people's children, like 18, oh 15, God. 18 students every day for the majority of the year. I have 26. <laughs> 26. I think we're pretty evenly cut there. 26 <laughs> kids who, guess what, have also had enough. They're like, mm-hmm. I'm fucking over it. And so you've got all these personalities, including me, in a room, and we've all had it. And so it just, you know how that goes. <laughs> fun, fun times. Also, rehearsing for graduation, uh, finalizing the yearbook. I never realized until a couple of years ago, all the shit that making a yearbook entails, like designing it from scratch. I I know. You're I never going to do wish, that again, are you? I'm not doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking tired. Haggling with vendors. I'm like, this is, I'm not, no, 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 no. I did not sign up for this shit. So anyway, Shante, what have you been up to this week? I am tired as hell. Uh, with school, work, my sister being sick, which she's home, prayerfully, you know, because she had gallbladder issues. That was was one of the issues that was spiking up her sugar. So it was just like, how come y'all not get that? Like, because when you are in pain, you know, Mm -hmm. your sugar goes up, your pressure goes crazy. Like, Scott, but she was happy to get out of the hospital. My mom was like... Did they remove her gallbladder? No, they gave her medicine for it because it was not inflamed. Mmm. Mmm. Okay. No, no. All right. Well, you got to keep an eye on that because gallbladders, listen, they are finicky and they can cause problems, but they're not really necessary. So they they emulsify fats. I had mine removed. Yeah. My mom has has had hers as well removed. Yeah. And I had mine done in my early 20s because I had gallstones. And if they don't get in there and they don't blow those stones down so they can pass. She will get impacted, it will get infected, and it will cause fucking problems. And like, yeah, no, and, and yeah, and, they need to take it out or they need to blow those stones away. Okay, and that might actually happen. So, they, she's having a, a follow up appointment this coming week. So, yeah, that gotta, is gotta keep vigilant on that. But other than that, is yeah. I've just been tired and checked out. Well, I've got a drink to maybe perk you up, Shantae. <laughs> so, in honor of the Vanderpump Rules finale and reunion, which is airing tonight, the night that we record, but it will be out in part two. It will probably be out by the time this airs. So in order of that, we're going to make a pump teeny which is the restaurant that that show is uh, revolved around. That's their signature drink. So you need raspberries, vodka, simple syrup, orange liquor, grapefruit juice, lime juice, and ice. So you're going to muddle the raspberries and then pour everything else in, shake it up, pour it over ice. Enjoy the pump teeny. Cheers to all my Bravo heads. I've got none on this show, but trust me, they are out there, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> the Bravo fans have been waiting for this all season long. So, yes. So, 
that is the drink of the week. Listeners, you know what? Pause, go make your pumptini, take a little sip, come back. Okay. So are we ready for some burning questions? I'm going to give you a, a really hard one this week. Okay. We're all tired and you're going to make us. Think. I'm going to, I'm going to give you a hard one. I'm going to make you think. I'm going to make you think. I've been in a very like, okay, even though I'm really tired, I'm also super in a super romantic mood lately. I know, wonder why. Of course. Um, so <laughs> I'm compiling some music, right, to play for a certain event. I want to know. What is your favorite song to listen to or to hear at a wedding? Wedding music. Oh, they're stumped. Like, I don't what know. part of the wedding? Well, the party. You know what I mean? Like, like something you want to dance to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what's your go-to, like, Song that is going to always make you get up and get on the floor and dance. One that's not appropriate for a reception. Ah, no, I need to know. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Get off. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. I love it's it. Gonna, it's going to be a Prince song, but come on. Yes. I'm, we, all yes. Know it. we all know what yes. y'all are going to be doing at the end of the night. <laughs> and it's got a good beat. <laughs> I love a good beat. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, you need good music that's going to make everybody want to get up and dance. So, Shantae, what makes you get up and dance? Like, what song always makes you get up? Shake it. It's not appropriate for a wedding, so it's a party song. But as of, like, if it was going to a wedding, um, <laughs> it would definitely have to be either a a cameo song or it will be like a afro beats like reggae dance hall kind of song oh yes 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 see that wasn't so hard ladies you guys sat sat there and looked at me like you, I didn't, had three but you heads. didn't you didn't you didn't specify which <laughs> section of the wedding it was okay so but then i clarified <laughs> But then we had to go across the line of like, okay, what's appropriate and not appropriate to be played? Well, I mean, listen, to be but then fair. But then I'm, again, it's us. So I, Right. And I'm a 40-year-old and ain't no kids at my wedding anyway. You know what I mean? It's it's all You say it's no kids at your wedding? Okay, say girl, that shit now. Girl. Girl. No, it can't. No. So anyway, yeah, that was burning questions. And I'm going to stop talking now. See now, Shante, please we, God. We we know <laughs> Take we know away. what you were doing. You're coming. You're trying to get everybody's input so you can come up with a playlist. Of course, I'm <laughs> compiling. I'm I'm taking notes. You're taking making notes. it easy. You are making it easy. <laughs> you're delegating. Yes, and y'all don't even know it. <laughs> well, this section, as we move on, this section of the show, which is our um. Oh my God, see, like I almost lost what the damn title of the section is. It's been that kind of week. It's just been that, it, it literally has been that kind of week. And that's how tired I am. This week has been that kind of month. I don't even know what the name of the section is, but 
I'm moderating this section, which will bring our shot and chaser. There we go. <laughs> the shot and chaser. This is part of the shows where we give our topics. We get our shot and the chaser, you know, and our the opinions will come from the host. So the next person that's up, I believe Sarah was up first. See, I don't even Elian. have my slides up. Elian oh, actually, up. it was Elian, then Sarah, then me. So there we go. Elian, you're first. So <laughs> And we don't know what the other what the other hosts are covering. Oh, yes. These are blind topics. So today we are, like I said, we're recording on Wednesday, May 24th, 2023. And we had a great loss today. Mm. It's a sad day. Um, Tina Turner has passed away, has gone on to the angels. And that's really sad. I just wanted to kind of give this moment for us to honor her, to talk about what we loved about her. I just, you know, it's kind of <clears throat> incredible. She's been in the music industry for over 60 years. Talk about longevity. I mean, she recorded her first song, I believe, in 1958. 1958. And she was still touring, honestly, not that long ago, you know, well into her 70s and 80s. I just, she is a queen. There was a clip that I saw today that somebody shared. <clears throat> and it was a special, it was Oprah's birthday. And, you know, all her celebrity friends were there. And they were like, we've got a surprise for you, Oprah. And Tina Turner comes out and starts performing. And Oprah Winfrey lost her fucking mind because that's how big a star Tina Turner is that one of the most recognizable people on the planet will still fangirl the fuck out when she steps onto the stage. So this is just in honor of the legacy, the life, just so much, so many moments that she brought to us so much music. That was amazing. Um, they call her the queen of rock and roll. I mean, she deserves that and so much more. So, yeah, this is this is to Tina. Uh, raise my glass to her, to Miss Tina Turner. And, yeah, I, I love her music. Like, River Deep, Mountain High, mm -hmm. one of my fucking top favorites, top favorites. What about you guys? What do you what do you love about Tina, Miss Tina Turner? Anybody? Anybody? Miss Shantae, you want to go first? No, I just like the fact that she got her flowers while she was living. I mean, she's a she's an entertainer. She's went from she was on Soul Train. Nobody knew she was on Soul Train, and then she the the ballsiest thing she got away from a domestic violence relationship, and then. She just became the queen of rock and roll. You know, even though I'm, you know, not the person that listen to pop and rock, but I appreciate her work. And, you know, she's just, she's just an icon. And she doesn't act like she's the queen. She does, that's the one thing I respect about Tina. Tina never act like she's the queen and people got to kiss her feet. She was just a recognizable person. Like the, today's artist, like, that's a whole nother conversation. But Tina Tina Turner is one of the last few people that, you know, 
that was well-respected, that was called the queen of rock and roll and never had to have people bow down to her. And I appreciated that. Mm -hmm. I, I love, I love her music. But the thing that stands out to me most about Tina is just her unbelievable strength and fortitude. My God, the shit that she dealt with and the things that she lived through and coming out as strong as she did and saying, I am here, I am a person, I, I live my life the way that I'm going to. I'm going to do what I need to do to be healthy for me, like mentally, just I am who I am, period. And she just, I cried. I cried when I saw the news headline. There's, she's, I think she's like one of three people that I've cried for, like three celebrities that I've cried when they passed. And I, I cried today in my cubicle at work. I cried. You know, she is legendary, iconic, but also she doesn't seem untouchable. She's not unreachable. Like Shantae said, like, you don't have to. Like, she's royalty, but not because she decreed herself such. She just exudes, like, I am I am one person, but I have this talent to share. And you're right, Sarah, like, her strength, everything. She's such an inspiration. And oh, condolences to her family. And, yeah, we'll always, we'll always have all of her songs, which there are so many. Ah, okay. so many. Yeah, so many. Damn. So, Sarah, what do you have for us for Shot and Chaser? <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. It's, I usually it's bring I mean, the happy, but I was shocked, but it was just like it wasn't shocking because they said she was sick. So, yeah, yeah she's been sick for a while, yeah. but still, man, it's just yeah, it, it still felt like that gut punch. You never know? know where people go. So, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, mine's not really a happy topic either. Sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm not because this is shit that needs to be talked about. So my topic this week is what's going on in Arkansas. Um, the Arkansas State Attorney General has filed three briefs, basically rolling back to roll back protections um, for integrated schools. He's wanting to take away, he's wanting them to reverse judgments to desegregate schools, right? Um, so all that work with, with Ruby Bridges, like the pivotal landmark case, all that fucking work, this asshole wants to undo. And it's gonna, it's going to affect several counties, um, but They're worried about, quote unquote, white flight. So, you know, they want to have, you know, they're, they're wanting to go back to the whole separate but equal bullshit lie with education. And what strikes me about this, other than the blatant racism of the people in Arkansas, is they are doing this. And we know that if they are allowed to segregate those schools and violate federal law, 
we know which schools are most impacted by lack of funding and lack of resources. Black students will suffer for this. And at the same time that they're doing this, they're working to roll back child labor laws. So there's a connection with what Arkansas is trying to fucking do with students who are not white because they're rolling back these child labor laws, but you know it's not gonna be white people letting their kids go to these factories at 13 years old, working with chemicals or doing what have you. So there's a connection between them and Arkansas as it stands now is already 47th in the nation in education. So yeah. Sarah Huckabee Sanders and the state attorney general and the legislature of Arkansas are just big, rampant, right out there in your face racists who are trying to resegregate schools and roll back child labor. So we see where this is going. That shit is fucking disgusting. You know... Sarah Huckabee Center Sanders, because that's her name. Mm-hmm. It's her father's child. No matter which way you want to put it. And the former governor before her, who was running for president, ain't shit neither. Mm-hmm. He laid the plan out for her dumbass to run. I mean, I understand the Democratic infrastructure could be a lot stronger in some of these states. They need to have better infrastructure. Because what the Grant Insurrectionist Party is doing, it's not popular with the American people. Mm-mm. Desegregating schools, not. And the fact is that you want that separate but equal stuff shows me why Sarah Huckabee Sanders is a piece of shit and why the Republican Party will never gain prominence ever again in this country. And those who are voting for them, you're only voting because of race. You're not going to win without cheating. And that too. And that too. And I mean, we've been knowing they're going after education. We know, like, there's there's a hit list that these sick white supremacist assholes have. And they're just trying to check it all off. So we're coming for abortion rights. We're coming for public education. They're going to come for marriage equality next. Um, the right for the right for people to exist. It's it's coming, y'all. And people have been warning you for a long time now. We were screaming about it back in 2016. Yes, I'm still going to fucking say it. If you don't like it. That means you didn't do the right thing in 2016. Because anybody who did the right thing in 2016 isn't tired of people saying, we fucking told you back in 2016. But anyway, I I digress. Um, Yeah, it just... mm, (sighs) We told you. We told you it's coming. And it's coming. I hate it here. I hate it here. Like, like... Generally speaking, planet Earth, I hate it here. It's, it's oh my God. 
I don't oh, understand mess. how that dodo. I'm just gonna keep it as such. She's a dodo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And whoever voted for her is a bigger dodo. Whoever even take her seriously is a dodo. Well, one person did take her seriously. She was somebody's press secretary. Mm -hmm. I'm looking directly at my demographic on this and her yeah. election because <laughs> ladies, ladies. A competent man. Mm -hmm. who, she ran against a competent black man. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. most of these elections are about race on yes. the Republican side and it has been for a very Absolutely. long time yes no matter which way you put it yes but on to much more crazier news right we gotta come with the real so you know the deadline for America's Bills are due next Thursday. Yeah. And the speaker of the House met with the president, the vice president, other leaders of other caucuses, the House Minority Leader, the Demo the Dem House Minority Leader. Future Speaker Hakeem Jeffries. Yes. And yes. the Democratic Majority Leader of the Senate, which is Chuck Schumer, both Brooklyn Knights. And Brooklyn Addison and Addison Mitchell McConnell. And so they was having a discussion and somebody tried to get ballsy, you know, with I, you know, he wants this is my plan and this is what we're going to do. And the president literally told him, put him on notice during the State of the Union address and put him on notice again that we're not taking Social Security off the table, no Medicare, and he's not cutting it. So if you want to go around paying other bills, how about cut some of the things that y'all want in y'all plan, the things that they want, they plan like they want more spending on like, I don't know, election security, some bullshit that they want. How about what's costing the country is the 2017 tax cuts that mm -hmm. they cut for the 1%. But this all goes back to 2016 when some of your dumb asses, of course, the white demographic and some of you black folks that decided to stay home because you kept listening to the dirty white bro socialists that and never some of you Latinos. Back. I'm looking at you sideways. You know who you are. You know who the fuck you are. Listening to them dirty ass white kids that were Reagan night children that their parents voted for Reagan and voted for Bush and Bush 41 and Bush 43. Some the of them dirty little color redacted. Yep, them kids that don't wash their ass, them kids that go to NYU smelling like doo-doo in your classroom, smelling like a whole piece of shit next to you on a train, smelling like they just wiped their hands on their jeans. Yes, them, them kids, you listening to them and listening to the fucking man from originally from South Brooklyn who moved to Vermont to escape the integration of his neighborhood in Brooklyn. You listen to his fucking dumbass and, and, his, and his roaches of crews, but you can go out and cash your fucking vote no matter if you didn't like the lady a lot uh, she would have fought for your dumb asses but instead y'all wanted to like stay home or vote for that other dirty ass white lady and that other dirty ass white man on the libertarian side and guess what we got caught with that bum from jamaica estates who fucked everything up who did a lot of damage in four years that's going to take 20 years at least to correct you're lucky you get it correct in in eight to 12 years because i highly doubt it I highly doubt it. So great job, America. You the dumbest voters in this 
whole entire <laughs> you're the fucking dumbest voters you don't pay attention to politics and i'm looking at my age group millennials 80s babies because that was our election to decide the fate of the court i'm looking at y'all mm-hmm. i'm fucking pissed with most of y'all I'm and fucking- all of and all of them telling the people who were voting who were voting for hillary in the general election that we were quote unquote low information voters not even we're corporate Corporate liberal shills. First of all, if I was the whole entire ass, all of it, not just eat ass, suck a whole dick and swallow it and make sure you moldy ones and make sure you don't cough it back up. Because I'm (laughs) at at this point where like, you know, it's too much dumb people in my midst. You know, my sister's a diabetic. And before she was even well, she was a diabetic. She still went out and vote and and even vote voting in every election. And she's not a politics person. My mother is not too much of a politics person. My dad is. Even my yeah. sister went out and voted for Hillary Clinton. Yeah. All your dumb asses could have done voted for Hillary Clinton. And some of y'all that did vote for saying she was the worst vote, if she was the worst fucking vote, then you could suck a whole dick too and swallow it and never choke it out of your mouth. Because first and mm-hmm. foremost, like that woman would have actually fought for a lot of protections that were lost during the quote unquote the bum. And his bitch's administration. Yes, Mike Michael Richard Pence is a bitch. We would have three more Supreme Court seats right now. Here, here. We told you. We fucking told you. I can't stand it. But you know what? Stop listening to the dirty ass white kids that come from rich families. Stop listening to them. <laughs> they don't got your best interests at heart. Stop listening to them. Stop listening oh to Bernard Sanders gosh. with his three fucking homes in Vermont. You know what Stop it is? Listening to all of these fucking dumbass people that don't yeah, know please. shit about government. Carnage, like he's middle class, and I'm sitting here Bruh. as a middle class person after these 2017 tax cuts for the rich, where I used to be getting five thousand dollars back every year in tax returns, and this year, after Trump's tax returns, it's gradually gotten less. This year, we only got like. $400 back. Oh I didn't get goodness. shit back. How about, how about my tax returns went to, because if you live in a state like New York and New Jersey and California and Massachusetts mm-hmm. and Connecticut, you got taxed. Yep. You got taxed. He was mad. He was mad, so he went and taxed the shit out of us. And so when people come at New York and come at, at our elections and say we could have got better candidates, who, guess who the fuck do you think is funding your red states? No matter if you don't like my governor, no matter if you don't even like my mayor, guess what? They're not putting out tra- draconian bills. They're not censoring people's fucking education like Ronald Dion DeSantis and like Greg Abbott or Gregory Abbott. They're not taking that. stealing from the federal fucking pot. First of all, we're taking we're taking an influx of the asylum seekers coming up to New York and housing them because we could provide every fucking care for them, especially in New York City. They they get SNAP, free mm. healthcare, go to school, get all kinds of shit. And we don't even get the funding that, that Florida and Texas get. But we're getting the influx of the people coming across their states. So when people want to talk shit, about the quote-unquote blue states. The blue states is the one that's taking up the mantle and 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 saving your little poor-ass welfare states. So there you go. There you go. 
Yeah, well, wow. I, I woke up. I woke up after being, <laughs> after being sad, after going through what I what I go through. Because I know my sister's going to be okay. The question is, are you in the red states? Are you going to have the same health care? Are you not going to just go to one health care provider? All you in the red states that don't expand their Medicaid and now all of your hospitals are fucking closing down? Blame your senators, your Republican senators, including Addison Mitchell McConnell Jr. And blame Kevin Owen McCarthy, who has one of the most poorest counties. And he wants to cut Medicaid and, and Social Security. He will whoop his fucking bitch ass because he's a whole punk. He already lost, lost his speakership already. But the moment that he got elected, he's going to lose it again because he's going to have to cave to the president. Speaking of bitch asses, <laughs> we're going to go I mean. right in to our bitch ass and badass of the week. <sighs> so for those who are just now tuning in for the last episode of season two, come on now. What are you doing? Just turning it, tuning in now. So every week we nominate, we pick our nominees for Bitch Ass and Badass of the Week, the worst of the worst and the best of the best. We bring them to you. We put the polls out and you get to vote for who you think is the absolute worst and the absolute best. So this week, nominees, Bitch Ass of the Week. Eliane, who do you got? <laughs> for my nominee for bitch ass of the week is the bicycle Karen from that incident in New York city with the city bike. And she was trying to scream bloody murder um, around a group of young black men, like as if that wasn't dangerous to their well being. And he didn't steal her fucking bike. He paid for it. Anyway, that bitch bicycle Karen. Fuck you. Bitch ass. Black teens. Black teens. She could have gotten them killed. Young men. Young kids. kids. Haven't she learned from the incident three years ago around this time? Clearly not. There's been there, and there's been reporting um, by the handle The Journalista. And there's been there's people that have mentioned on Twitter that they know people in the union and working at the hospital that that are in the HR department there. She has had several fucking issues. She's had Not several surprising. fucking problems with this. What hospital she worked at? I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Um, if it's Mount Sinai, she's done. I, I don't, don't think, think it was it Mount Sinai. It was, it was if it was Sinai. one of them city hospitals, she's done. It was too. a city hospital. Oh, she's yeah. done. Oh, that, she's well, done. that's the thing, though. She's union. Yeah, but the union doesn't just give you carte blanche to just do whatever the fuck you want either. Half no. of those <laughs> there's investigation no, to I be mean, done. There's, no, no, there's, pros, there's process. Yeah, it's a two half process. Of those union are black. Yeah. Believe it or not, half of those union oh, presidents yeah. that work for these city agencies, most of them are black. Yep. Most of them are black. And Hispanic. Yep. So you, you want to fuck around with them, they're going to be like, oh, yeah? Yep. Oh, yeah? The only Get thing it? is, it's not going to be immediate because they got to go through the investigation, the union protocol, and all that shit. But sh bitch going to be out of a job. Yeah. Bitch ass. Deservedly. All right. Miss Shantae, who do you have? The South Carolinian um, state legislator for 
basically putting a six-week ban on abortion. This is my mother's home state. My mother don't live there no more, obviously, but I still got my aunts and them live there. They're not of abortion age, but I do have younger cousins. And you know what happens if they have a topic of pregnancies? What you going to fucking do? You mm -hmm. know, saying like, oh, you got to have the baby and die. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, South Carolina could have had Joe Cunningham, but yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. And now, look, you got Harry um, McAllister, whatever his name is, and he's a fucking mess. And so, like, to all the Republican Party, this is what the Republican Party wants to do. They're anti-everything, anti-education, anti-advancement, anti-people getting the leg up, anti-abortion, anti-reproductive rights, anti-everything, anti-LGBT. They're anti-life. Yep, but they the pro-life party. Mm. They the pro-life party, but they not pro-life to the death penalty and other things. They no, are they're, they're, they're just pro-fetus. They are the the fiscal hawk party, but they're fiscal hawks to social programs. So I'm gonna need for the Republican, well, the Grand Insurrectionist Party, pick one. So that's my bitch asses of the week. Mine, mine aligns with that. My nominee for Bitch Ass of the Week is the North Carolina legislature for vetoing Governor Cooper's where he signed the law. On television. They, he vetoed the abortion ban on live television in front of a fucking crowd, which is epic. Nobody's ever done that. I'm going to veto this in a big fucking press conference. They overrode his fucking veto. They needed one one fucking Republican in either house, not both, but either. And then you've got that fucking traitor, Trisha Cotham, who left the Democratic Party, joined joined the Republicans and voted to override the veto. So fuck North Carolina legislature. legislature. Oh, fuck one of our followers, one of our followers blast her. Mm -hmm. Y'all know who that was. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. So yeah, there we have our bitch ass, our bitch ass nominees: City Bike Karen, North the South Carolina Legislature, and the North Carolina Legislature. What's going on with the Carolinas, man? Fucking oh, up! God <laughs> damn, a whole lot of fucking messiness. I, I told my mom, "What's going on with your home state? I know you haven't lived there in fifty something years, but Jesus Christ, you know, freaking for real." So. To end on a high note, because it's been like fucking heavy show, way to close out the season, right? <laughs> <laughs> so our nominees for Badass of the Week, Miss Elian, I think we know who yours is going to be. My nominee for Badass of the Week this week is the incomparable Miss Tina Turner, just for her literal decades of badassery. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all that needs to be said. That's all that needs to be said. Shantae, who do you got for badass? The president! Yo! The president is a gangster. He was scranting <laughs> scrappy-ass Joe. He was, like, looking like, Kevin, you come in here trying to, like, trying to boss up? Like, just because President Biden is 80, years old. He is not Ronald Reagan, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Here, here. He, he is he is that dude. 
And he was sitting there with the vice president. He was like, looking at Kamala. Yes. Like, they are a package deal. But those yes. who don't want that package deal, they are a package deal. They will defend each other to, like, to the wheels fall off. Those I two. mean, how long has Joe been telling everybody we've got her back? And he fucking means it. I agree. I like that nominee. I like that. That's nominee. right. Always. He's always a badass. See, my nominee. Let me open up my slack here. <laughs> I'm nominating <laughs> the, the Democratic voters of Delaware County, Pennsylvania, because they elected a Democrat in a special election last week managing to hold on to that very slim house majority in the Pennsylvania house. Delegates. So it was, they had two special elections. And if we had, if, a, if a Democrat had lost both of them, that majority would be Republicans. And yeah. So I just Delaware County, Pennsylvania voters, Democratic voters, y'all are badasses. You kept that slim majority. Noise. <laughs> That's what I got. So yes. with that, yes, we will conclude with our final episode of season two of Unapologetically She. Yes. If you are a patron on our Patreon, you can catch us later for our post-production chat, Unapologetically Saucy. So you can get just, you know, a little bit extra, a little bit more of us before we close out for the end of the season. So, if you're not a patron, become a patron. Yes. It's only $5 a month if you want to become a patron. You get early you get early access to episodes. You get access to Unapologetically Saucy and other kind of freebies uh, the more that you pay in the tiers. Anyhow, check us out on all social media platforms, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Spoutable, all under the same handle at T-H-E-E, Joyful She, at The Joyful She, and we will catch y'all online. See you next season. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Unapologetically She. I'm Sarah. I'm Shante. I'm Eliane. You can find us on all social media platforms at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. And it's because of listeners like you that we are able to share our thoughts on current events. Please support us on Patreon at the Joyful She. We'll see you online.